If you have a Bible, you can flick to, although you might trouble finding it, roughly in the middle, uh, Isaiah 51 verse 9. Now, particularly um, particularly children here, but everybody, uh, I'm going to read two verses, right? Um, and I want you to spot the difference. Uh, you know those things you get in cartoon, in magazines, where they have like two pictures, and there's like ten differences between one and the rest, you know that? You've got to work out what the differences were. Uh, I don't think this is that hard, but we'll see how it goes. So the first verse I'm going to read is Isaiah 51, verse 9. It goes like this. Awake, awake, clothe yourself with strength, O arm of the Lord. Shall I do it again? Awake, awake, clothe yourself with strength, O arm of the Lord. Here's the second verse. Awake, awake, O Zion, clothe yourself with strength. Okay, hands up, we'll shout out. Differences? Okay, you're asleep. I can't, you're a guest. I can't, I can't ask Vicky. I can't ask you. You're a guest. Welcome, Vicky. Sorry, Eliza. One was fine and one was fine. Guess. Give her a round of applause. She knows she's listening. It's time you went somewhere to, to like, get trained. How about going to America or something? <laughs> awake, awake. Now, this, this, right. Back up a second. This is, for me, it feels like the end of a term. That's because my life has been cut through with school terms and it feels a bit like we're looking forward now to a new start i don't want to say new start or restart i don't know what it is quite but church september is going to be different to what it's been isn't it and i don't yet know what that is going to look like neither laurie or god have told me in detail but i know some things that have been different over the last 18 months are going to come back and some will be completely different still. And, and that's sort of where I am personally. I read these two verses, not for preaching, but just for myself. And I was really struck by those two things. Isaiah 51.9, awake, awake. Clothes of the strength of arm of the Lord. I turn the order around slightly. Awake, awake, Lord, close yourself with strength. And the second verse, only 20, 11 verses later, awake, awake, O Zion. Zion is the name for the people of God. In the Old Testament, his people Israel. Us. Awake, awake, people of God. Clothe yourself with strength. And they're both in the same context of this prophecy about what's going to happen historically for Israel. But it really struck me that, the big word coming, juxtaposition, putting together two things. Awake, awake is a call to wake up. Why is Isaiah telling God to wake up? Is that slightly weird? Okay, who has ever had their parents calling them to wake up? Hands up higher. Which parents have had their kids telling them to wake up? Dave Phillips, no, welcome David, by the way, he knows it. Right? Usually by jumping on you. This is the standard way in our house when we have kids, younger. What, what are you doing, Isaiah? Asking God to wake up. 
God doesn't sleep, does he? No. What Isaiah's doing is he's doing that thing and saying, look, at this time in their life, in their life as a people, it looked as if he was sleeping because they couldn't see God's action. They couldn't see what God was doing. The situation they were in was bad. Go on reading, they were in prison and oppressed and stuff. And it didn't look like God was doing stuff. So Isaiah says, Lord, come and do like you did. It goes on a bit further. You'll read it. He says, do like you did in the past when you split the water and made a path in the, in the, in the, through the Red Sea and stuff. Guys, sometimes I think this last year has felt a bit like that for us, if we're honest. Lord God, what are you doing? With your head, you know God is active. But sometimes with our hearts, and our sort of souls, we think, Lord, what are you doing? I can't actually see your kingdom coming in this chaos and mess. And that mess, it, it, clearly it's quietly pandemic due to stupid RNA things, but also it's also in people's lives around us. Separation and illness. There's a question comes up in us. God, so the call is okay. That is always, by the way, it's important they come in that order. Awake, Lord, clothe yourself with strength is the first thing. The first work of the church is always in prayer to say, Lord, come. And it's not that he doesn't want to. It's not that he actually is asleep. What we're saying is, Lord, we know you've promised to do this stuff. We've had words of prophecy, haven't we as a church? We're saying, Lord, come and deliver. Awake, awake, O Lord. Clothe yourself with strength. But that's only one side of it. The other side is Isaiah calling to the people of God, awake, awake. And as far as I can tell, none of you are asleep at the moment, which is not always guaranteed when you're preaching, has to be said. If you're asleep, put your hands up. See, no one's asleep. Regular test. Awake, awake, people of God. Come clothe yourself with strength. What, I may ask, you may shout out the answer if you're not embarrassed, what do you think is the strength of the people of God? God. Isn't that right? So, we have this double thing. Right? Awake people of God, clothe yourself with the strength God provides. Because if you, people of God, sorry, I'm not just talking to you, sorry. You, people of God, if you try and do it in your own strength, guess what happens? It goes badly wrong. But on the other side, and this is one of the most, like, for me, I still talk about it and think about it and think, Lord, how did you do this? Somehow, God has made, while remaining completely sovereign, he's made it so that he only works mostly, not entirely, but mostly, through the church. We can't do it without God, and God often chooses not to do it without us. Do you think that's bizarre? If I was God, I would not deal with you guys. I'd do it myself. Wouldn't you? I wouldn't worry about Chris taking hours to work out what it's all about. I'd just do it. My daughter, bless her, teaches primers school in America and she's been wearing face all term 
And she said, the worst thing about it is that you can say things under your breath. When a child asks you a question, you can say, stupid child. She said, I've got to watch it. When I take the face mask off, I don't keep doing that. (laughs) God never says that to us. He never says, Chris, you're a muppet. Why don't you get this? But the word of the Lord is awake, awake, clothe yourself with strength and get on and do stuff. We can't do it by ourselves. And God in his mercy and his grace has made the cosmos so that he works collaboratively with us. He calls us to do stuff. It's the Holy Spirit that convicts people of sin and righteousness and judgment, but it's us who preach the gospel. Jesus says, Mark, uh, John 5, you might have known this is coming. The Son can do nothing by himself, but can only do... In the larger con- Let me read some of it. In the larger context of that, he's talking about God working, actually, all the time. Uh, no, 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 no. One of those passages on the wrong side. Jesus said, my father is always at his work to this very day, and I too am working. God is always at his work, and I too am working. That's in Jesus' case, because he's so completely in union and agreement with the father, it really is the same. It's hard to say whether God's working or Jesus is working. Because they're the same. But it's still, Father works through Jesus to redeem the world. He works through Jesus to feed the 5,000. He works through Jesus to raise uh, the, the, the lad who was the widow of Nan's son, whatever it is. My Father is working and I too am working. The Son can only do what he sees the Father doing. We have, the first work is always prayer. I want to encourage you this morning, over the summer, on your holidays, sitting on the beach, sipping pims, whatever you do on the beach, I don't know. I tend to sip black currant, laced with sand on the beach mostly. Pray. Pray that God will deliver on the promises he's given us, particularly as we move into this new season. Because the first work's always prayer. Amen? There's only two points, that's one point. What was the first point? Pray, seek revelation, ask God, God, come. Clothe yourself with strength. The strength, I think, for God actually is his people. But there we go. And on this side, the second thing I want to challenge you with is that will require us, God's people, to clothe ourselves with his strength, to respond to what he tells us, to be a people who don't just do our stuff. And there's a t- someone online the other day I was, I was listening to a talk online and this chap who I respect said Satan's scheme is to bring the church out of this diminished and discouraged. The enemy's scheme is to bring the church out of this time diminished and discouraged. I refuse to accept that. It's not what God's doing. And he also said we've somehow, somehow almost managed to turn church into self. That's quite deep, but I won't go that now. And as we come out, there's going to be, it's not necessarily going to be comfortable or easy. Uh, We may have to give up things we thought were important to us. We may have to do stuff we find difficult or hard. 
Because God, in his grace, calls his people to do the stuff. My father is working, and therefore I'm going to be working. Amen? Where is that challenge for you? I don't know. But I know that as a community, as a, as a group, we've got to keep hearing the revelation and keep calling out, God, come and show your power. Whether that be in setups or our own lives or people are ill. You know, I can't heal people. I can't heal people. God heals people. But if I don't pray for healing, I suspect it doesn't happen. Do you get? I wish in a way it wasn't like that. It'd be nicer if it was just me deciding, not God. Or if God just did it and left me out of it. But that's the beauty of knowing Jesus. It's an exciting journey we're on to hear what he wants us to do and then to obediently do it. Two verses. Awake, awake. Clothe yourself with strength, arm of the Lord. Awake, awake, Zion. Clothe yourself with strength. That's it. Johnny, where are you? That landed rather suddenly, didn't it? I've no idea where we're going to go now. It's all right. Just stand up, please. So easy to fit back in a teacher mode, I'm sorry. <laughs> Giving instructions to people. Mind you, they largely obey it, so it's okay, isn't it? It's right. <laughs> Jesus, in the Garden of Gethsemane, is praying, and he says to the disciples, pray that you don't get tempted. They try, but they fail. They come back. They don't do it. They muck about. But Jesus restores them. Last week's talk. If you were there. No, com- no sense of condemnation here at all. It's an openness. That, and, and, a, and a fantastic thing. That we can hear what God is doing. And see what God's doing. And we can be there with him. Co-creating the kingdom. The kingdom that's going to come. In our personal lives. In our family's lives. The, the loss coming back, the, the prodigal sons, all those words we've had about that. The kingdom in this area, in this place. God's heart is that people are drawn in to know and love him. Do you sense that? Lord, clothe yourself with strength. Show your hand. Show your power. And Lord, empower me to be able to walk in obedience and love with you church to be a church that is so shot through with your truth of your spirit that it can't but witness and bring the life of Jesus to those around us come Holy Spirit just stand in his presence if you what can let spirit speak to you